Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Virtual Lost Podcast. My name is Julian Cioso, and I am accompanied with my good friend, Robert. How is everything going today, man? It's going good. We are in the middle of weekend, Sunday specifically. We have started a bunch of award shows and like game shows. Basically, Twitch hosted Summer Game Fest, and then also E3 is currently going. It's, ah. I believe, day two so far, which was Xbox, I believe. Mm-hmm. And Ubisoft was day one, but we'll, well, keep, we'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll go I through each it. The first thing I want to mention for sure is that I am really excited for the C3 because it feels like we're finally getting the games that are going to be like, are like the big system sellers. Because I, I really do feel like we haven't gotten so many games quite yet on the, the next gen consoles. So I'm really excited to see what people are bringing out i think we we have seen a lot of new ips and a lot of returning ips but uh i'm i'm excited overall just because i feel like we're finally getting games yeah i I agree Uh, definitely with you know the quarantine and you know the economy getting hit with people losing jobs and you know job stability and was just a question mark for some people game companies were just hesitant and also the companies themselves weren't able to be in person so you know a lot of games were halted and i i can agree it's like right now we're gonna it should be a pretty good event with some pretty big names and games that we've been looking forward to towards the next generation of consoles so most definitely the first event was the summer game fest which was you know highlighted a bunch of indie games uh elden ring i think is the name elden of ring elden ring i feel like people were talking about that specifically because people didn't think that it'd be able to come out like, oh ever. Because, because it had george, george R. 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 Attached. and then the, yeah. the other reason it's talking about is because people are like yo why are you working on this when game of thrones is isn't finished <laughs> <laughs> i liked the one thing uh charlie critical said was um uh george r. r martin writes one sentence and then goes in an in indefinite hiatus hey man if you if you can do that that's 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 the way it's the way to do it yeah, honestly i'm very curious though about that game because you know if it if it is a successful project with you know a writing of a i've never read the the game of thrones or fire and ice books have you seen the show I didn't watch the show. I I, oh, I didn't. The thing I is, seen, I, I haven't I, seen the show up until the last season, which I've heard people say isn't that great. So yeah, I never I, really got motivated to watch the last season, but I, I didn't have seen get all into of it up to that. I watched it's a few episodes really of the last really season, though. Actually, I watched the first season. I should say because we had HBO in my first year at Cal Poly. Oh, well, but the first season is pretty. Good. First season was pretty good. I will say yeah. it's just you know I once I graduated, I didn't have the HBO membership anymore, and so I you know fell off on that end. But, you know, if it if it has a so- good, reputable storytelling and the actual game production itself is really good, this has the makings of a great game. Of a great game and a great, maybe even franchise in the future. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's a scary word to franchise because you know how long it'll take. You, you know, <laughs> the, the book writers will never allow, allow him, or the book fans will never allow him to start a new franchise that's completely. True. That's very true. But then again... Did- have they said that if this is going to be pretty much identical gameplay wise to uh to souls it looked very much like the boss the bosses very much you know look like it the style looked very you know because i think what we mostly got yesterday was a, a c uh cg 
cutscene or i forget exactly but i just i was watching that and because i think that this that wasn't e3 that was summer game fest that was summer, summer game mm-hmm. fest, you're right. and it was I think that was the big announcement that came out of that yeah that was the uh, that was the big announcement it was interesting though it had the um had a narrator voice created the aesthetic i will say the um the thumbnail picture that they use for it looks v- like eerily similar to the dragon age inquisition cover art <laughs> i don't know if you've seen <laughs> it but it looks very similar i'll show you to you after this yeah but um i'm, I'm excited we'll, for the we'll game we'll put it here we'll edit it here <laughs> oh yeah it's uh, hey man you're asking for too much well <laughs> 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 it's a lot of work of me exporting a video <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, that's that's too much. But um, that was like the big announcement for the summer game fest, and then like some other ones were, uh, Death Stranding's direct director cut. They oh, had, the director cut and the teasing of I, of uh, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear, yeah. Dude, Kojima just loves to troll. I really do respect his uh his ability to come very close to getting a loss. It's yeah. That was, that was I was wondering about that. I was like, yo, he doesn't have the the rights to that IP, does he? <laughs> well, there was a tweet I think that was like, um, was it Konami is trying to find any way to see if that's uh, actionable in any way? <laughs> yeah, those I think were the highlights. There was like, I guess like another one would be Tiny Tina's um, Wonderlands, which is a, a like spinoff yeah. style of Borderlands. Yeah, I only played the first Borderlands and a, a bit of the first mm-hmm. Borderlands, so I'm not too too caught up in the lore, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. it does look good. Yeah, that was fun. Or I played the border or Borderlands one and two, and then Borderlands two was the one that I believe that had a the Tiny Tina like uh, D and Dungeons and Dragons DLC, which is mm-hmm. basically what this game is a full. This is a full game of that kind of idea, and it was a really enjoyable during that time. So if it's actually like a fully threat fleshed out game then um i'd be excited to play it but you know money money's tight so who, who, who knows <laughs> and, we, and we already have a lot of things to buy yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> okay brief, brief aside actually it's not brief aside because we'll probably go off on a yeah. um another thing that came out news from the man himself dan salvato legend legend himself salvato. Who we have met personal. We are yeah. personal friends of Dance. <laughs> All right. Friends is, is, is a very strong word, meaning we, we met at the meet and greet at, at, at Anime Expo. Expo. Yeah. But um, he announced that DDLC Plus is releasing. Yeah, which he did announce before, right? This wasn't mm-hmm. the first. This wasn't a surprise. Like he, he did mention that we were getting yeah. some new DDLC stuff. This or the pre-order went up is what I should probably say. And both of us or I found it out pretty early and immediately ordered pre-ordered the physical switch edition and sent it yeah. to send it over to my boy and and immediately and i immediately bought (laughs) i immediately immediately pre-ordered yeah so Um, so we're saying pretty now we're that degen for sure Mm -hmm. but but we could probably probably talk about it no i mean that was that was like a really big game i think for for a lot of people like that was a Mm -hmm. very very unique game and and Mm -hmm. i mean still to this point like i haven't seen many people try to really copy it i'd say I will, but um, I will say I'm starting to see like a little bit more towards that trend, but nothing. I think nothing not, as nothing in, in a depth, while. Yeah, 
as as the DLC went. And uh, I'm interested to see how it it um it translates into other like mm-hmm. consoles and stuff because yeah. it's such a big part of the PC game yes. was going into files and stuff like that and and seeing those like uh seeing all the kind of um the files that uh that were appearing and disappearing so like the, all the, the mm-hmm. poems and stuff like that uh that was a big part of the experience on the PC version so I am very interested to see how that translates it well specifically to the one we got the Switch version yeah so I don't I really don't know how that's going to work yeah. But I'm actually that's what makes me more interested to see the Switch version. Yeah, the um, game is releasing on Steam, PS4, 5, and mm-hmm. Switch. So yeah, like what Julian was saying, it's on if you haven't played DDLC, the game actually has you go into character midway through the game, you'll notice, you know, your file explorer basically pop up and files be deleted in front of you. And that actually it, like you'll see oh, characters spoilers for uh yeah i'm i'm, uh, I'm spoiling okay. i'm spoiling sorry but you know ddlc has been out for a minute if, if, it was free all right? it, it was free so you know you had time you, you at this point expect spoilers for like you know five ten minutes if you got fast forward go for it mm-hmm. um character files are deleted and those characters are taken out of the game that's like midway through it and then near the end, you actually have to go into those system files yourself and delete a character to progress the game. So how such a thing is going to happen on Switch and PS4 or 5 is going to be interesting. Yeah, but I'm excited to see how because mm-hmm. I've seen Dan's work and he's always very meticulous about the little details and stuff like like he Project had. Um, <laughs> he had like, yeah, he had. And also he had uh, like, I don't know if it was flags or how he did it tech wise but he could tell if you were using obs while um while playing the original dlc like there was a, there was a bunch of little details like oh they read your file system name to to like to get your name to say your actual name i forgot about yeah. that part that yeah. was a that was a, that was actually an interesting thing that can that i think oh that's a very good question how are they gonna yeah. do that it's a yeah. lot of things that We'll see how because um, I can imagine him finding a way to do it, but him getting the OK to do it also yeah, because like true. switch or Nintendo being like, hey, you can actually go through uh, our the systems files like or something. Yeah, yeah. And like and go through stuff. Yeah, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And plus, plus the actual things that are announced, like uh, the new routes or not new routes, but new scenes or whatever. New scenes. Um, yeah. And uh, all all the goodies we get for buying the <laughs> physical edition. Buying the as soon as I saw the uh, the cover art, I was like, I'm buying it. I don't even care what's yeah. in this physical. Or actually, I'm gonna be honest. As soon as I saw it had a physical edition, I was buying that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a uh, yeah. You were you were like a collector of collector's editions. Yeah, I, like, I would I say like you have quite a few. I'd say I just like I like physical things. I like physical yeah physical CDs, vinyls, games. Yeah, I, I like. I don't know. Physical and limited edition things are very nice. I'm just yeah. bummed I didn't get a long time ago. I think it was on a Black Friday is what the day was. Mm-hmm. Frank Ocean's album that was released like for one day. I didn't buy it. You had a chance to? I like found out like two days after and I'm bummed oh. about it because it was like a I don't know if it was like a day or two only, but yeah. <sighs> Wish I could have bought it. Tragedy. Tragedy. But um, back to DDLC. Real question is, 
<clears throat> best girl. <laughs> oh, well, that could cause issues, Robert. All right. We our show just got off the ground. We already want to, we already want to burn it down. <laughs> uh, well, it's just Monica is all I'll say. It's just Monica. I am a Yuri enjoyer. All right. <laughs> don't, don't say enjoyer. <laughs> That sounds so weird. <laughs> I know. That's the point. Right? That's my whole brand. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited. I forgot how I got into DDLC because the thing is, I, I, yeah, I played visual novels before, mm-hmm. so the I, I think that was had another level for the game for me as someone who played visual novels because it's yeah. a bit of a genre breaker in itself of like me being used to these like specific decisions and kind of having a good amount of control in how the story route goes. Yeah. And that was kind of interesting about DDLC because it was really not, there wasn't many choices in DDLC. It was really mm-hmm. one main route and it was like, how much are you going to be able to see of that route or of that one mm-hmm. story? Right. Yeah. Literally you're really one changing perspective rather than changing the actual story. Yeah. Itself. Your one split is literally, do you get to know Natsuki more or Yuri more? Yeah. That's yeah. That's the one main split that there was in the original ba- game. Yeah. So it's interesting how how that will change this time mm-hmm. with the new scene. The new scenes. I'm ready to. Uh, I'm ready for the the OST to be put on Spotify. <laughs> Not joking. I do. I do listen to some of the DDLC OST. So it's kind isn't of, it for the physical edition? We get like a like a digital copy of the of the soundtrack or something. We do. Yeah. But mostly they end up putting those things on Spotify eventually. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. It's, it's probably when did that game come out? Probably I mean, it was 17. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. It's been, it's been a minute. It's, it's been, been like almost four years. Four years. Yeah. And yeah. Back to uh, <laughs> the back I see, to E3. The, back, back, to, else back to the games. <laughs> The act, the games that are actually coming out that were, yeah. you know, press announced. There's Metal Slug Tactics, you know, FE. Metal Slug, I, yeah, I, I love tactical RPGs, so that was. Mm-hmm. I think it looks really cool, if I'm being honest. And I, I like the art style. Yeah, I like the art style. I like the art style, and I like that kind of system. I'm very interested in the difficulty level because, as someone mm-hmm. who has played Fire Emblem and XCOM, those are two completely different levels of difficulty. Yeah, XCOM is extremely difficult, right? XCOM is, you know, almost pull your hair out if you were like yeah. trying to go for perfectionist route level difficulty. Fire Emblem, they this recent one, they implemented a, a freaking save file in your gameplay, basically with oh, the, yeah, like the, the, re, the rewind the, the rewind system. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I, I think actually before the older versions of uh, of. Um, Fire Emblem were actually harder. Oh, yeah. No, you, it, you were Thanos yeah. snapped out of existence yeah. if you hit zero yeah. HP. Exactly. So it's that's more of a recent thing where it's been more that franchise has, has leaned more into story than to actual difficult gameplay. It still has good gameplay. I wouldn't say it, it, the gameplay is bad in any way, but it's mm-hmm. just less difficult. Yeah, it's definitely not going. It's kind of like the game when I think of like a difficult. Easing away from difficulty in a franchise. Legend of Zelda 2. Or specific. I forget. Um, it's. Is it Link? It's a Link's. A Link. Link's Awakening? The Adventure of Link? The, Adventure, like- the Adventures of Link. Yeah. That one. Yeah. For the SNES. The, 
Yeah. That's like, yeah, I did. Is ridiculously difficult if it's, no, wait, is right. it any, no, it's NES. Cause yeah, link, NES. link to the past is SNES. Yeah. I'm getting yes. it all mixed I, up. You're right. No, yeah, you're right. Um, I think a link to a past was a bit easier. Yeah, no, it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. I, I was actually just struggling with link or adventures of link. Adventure link that one was ridiculously difficult and to i play. remember you putting that on snapchat back in the day Dude, where that, you were... i was trying to beat all the Legend of zelda games and yeah. i actually looked through a picture and it was like 2019 in like september and i'm still at that same point up to up to, up to today i've not continued even though i love the series it's just yeah. that you know my i mean I, that one is the black sheep that one is the one that kind of went in a different direction oh no i beat it i'm in the middle of link oh. to the past the the one oh. of the probably the one of the most acclaimed ones i'm still just haven't finished it because i'm so bad at finishing video games right now i don't know why i've been in i've been in I've a been video game video games for like the last Slump. five years let's talk about final fantasy then <laughs> final fantasy the game i can't even beat like yeah. years later <laughs> still on 15 we i don't think we got any gameplay for 15, no. 16 but, or 16 16 Mm-mm. But um, we did get the spinoff game. Uh, we have to beat. We yeah, have to beat. We, we chaos. Chaos of the video game. Stranger, Strangers of Paradise is the name. Strangers of Paradise. Yeah, yeah. Wait, they, isn't it Strangers of Paradise Origin or something? Yeah, I think it's like Final Fantasy Origin. Strangers of Paradise. It's something along those lines. But yeah, that I was watching that trailer and it's just like constantly. I gotta find chaos. I gotta kill chaos. Hey yo, where chaos at? And it's just constantly this guy, whoever the chaos, like that. <laughs> It was very whoever this like main guy is because it's like a party of three. He is you know cutthroat, and he wants to find chaos. That's all I know about this man. <laughs> That's it. That's all I know about this game. We need yeah. to find. And apparently, there is another <laughs> guy. Chaos. There's actually one other thing from from the trailer I learned is like someone's like saying, "Hey yo, can you find this specific knight?" Like, and they they name drop him, and then like the per they find quote chaos and then it's apparently that night and he became chaos so maybe it's like some kind of heritage system of, of drop passing it over and then maybe that'll happen to this mc who's chaos you know chaos um we were all chaos all along <laughs> chaos obsessed and maybe this is just going to be a random tan very brief tangent or kind of a prediction maybe that party of three just gets wiped and then you start off and it's like a kind of repeating cycle and you you actually are going to be main story is going to be a second group of three with a kind of similar style of like three character archetypes that's just a random prediction on the game because okay i'm gonna be honest that main guy actually be hey because you're like i want to play as that guy the entire time because the the main guy i don't know like yeah maybe we'll learn more about him but it seems like that's what seemed like a boss fight that guy your or main character he, he didn't if that's his like character development late game i'm very curious what has happened because he has seen he seems like someone you meet initially and you're like damn this this character's you know needs to be developed in some way so we'll see we'll see how the power of friendship in the game you know it goes through and final fantasy does its magic as always we'll see yeah we'll see um from other things from square enix were also life is strange which i have a 
uh, a soft spot for the first one, but they're releasing a remastered collection mm-hmm. of the the what would you call it? It's the not the first two. It's like uh, the first story kind of thing. The story with the the first game had because it seems like all of the Life is Strange uh, games have like different characters and stuff like that. Oh, really? So it's like the story of like the first batch of characters, which is like the mm. one you didn't probably know. Like it's the blue hair girl and. Uh, yeah, I think I I haven't yeah. played a Life is Strange game, but I think I know who you're referring to. Yeah, it's like Chloe and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like those two games because there's like a an origin. It's Life is Strange and then Life is Strange Before the Storm, which is like a prequel. Mm, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's those two are getting remastered, and then there's a there's a new one called True Colors. Oh yeah, so, that was the other one. It was like I remember seeing a trailer go like saw their auras behind them. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's interesting because they're setting up Life is Strange. I Well, they have already set it up as like a kind of, um, I don't know what you would call it, but it's a anthology series where it's like different stories all kind of mm-hmm. put together with, with different characters and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, also, Babylon's Fall. Babylon's Fall was the Platinum Games, I believe, game. And that looks interesting because it seems, or it seems like a dungeon crawler. With, mm-hmm. I'm be honest. If you were give, give if I were given an idea of what it seems like, think of it like Sao Season One, hundred floors. I don't know if it's actually hundred floors, but it seems like there's just constant floors where you can actually SAO, run solo. The actual Sao yeah. game. You can run solo, or you can run up to four party members. And it seems like Are we playing uh, this game. I'd be down to play this game. It looks fun, and it looks very much you know, drop intensive. And I'd be down. Yeah, it it seems like it would be good. And it's coming for PS5, right? Or is it? I believe so, but I'm probably going to just get it on PC when it comes out because I don't know how long this game is going to take to come out. Yeah. And if I have a decent, decent spec PC, one that can, you know, run it well, I'll probably play on that because I don't think I'd be buying a PS5 and and a good PC within the the near future. And if anything, if we do live together, I'll just, you know, I'll I'll ask to borrow your (laughs) PS5. Um, well, no, well, the uh, the other big one for Square Enix specifically is the Mar- the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, uh, the game that they that they're releasing. Yeah, you you're playing as Peter Quill, Star Lord. Star Lord. The uh, that's such a cool name for a character that's always portrayed as kind of like just like a goofy. <laughs> you're <a> goofy ass. <laughs> um, but from what I've seen, uh, the gameplay looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Gameplay looks yeah. cool. It looks like, um, you know, you control mainly the actions of Peter Quill. And then it looks like you can kind of control the, um, I don't know if specific actions or if it was kind of like um, action type of your party members. Like you can have them play defensive, off like offensive or, you know, support type. That the action seemed all right. I was just interested because it looked like they had like the uh, the telltale kind of mechanic in it yeah. where party like seems to remember your decisions and actions yeah, at some right. point. And, and so it'll affect the their relationships. And yeah. I'm assuming the story. Yeah. At so some point. I was wondering if that's going to be a permanent mechanic in the trailer, because I'm very curious how that will affect the game and the storyline later on for like you know yeah i mean it was a fun mechanic especially when i mean telltale popularized it but Mm -hmm. since telltale is gone now so i guess somebody has to take that rest in peace (laughs) let's take that dude 
tangent. I think Telltale would have could have done more if they would have gotten a different engine. I've, they they like did all of their games on like one engine. <laughs> like they needed, I think, to diversify the look of their games, and it felt like at some point people got tired of that style. Was Telltale or the studio behind? Oh wait, that is the studio name. The company that all of a sudden was like, "Hey, we're laying off." Like, yeah. All, all pretty much most of our employees yeah mm-hmm. without severance was, was, push. was they the ones that said like no severance or whatsoever like someone came out no i don't severance. remember that specifically so okay I, on that. Yeah. but um but i know that there was a big push for everybody like in the in like the industry to like take telltale people mm, just okay. because of how, how it was announced and like how gotcha. uh, they never even got a chance to like job search yeah so there was a big push for for them to get you know new jobs and stuff. i didn't play the walking dead i did play the i think it was the wolf among us i, I did play also the wolf among us that was, it was free on xbox or something that is exactly the same reason i played it and i really enjoyed it so I'm, yeah i did i also enjoyed it a lot it was it was a good game so um, i think that was one of their first games if i'm mistaken mm. was the wolf among us and uh and the walking dead i don't, I don't remember exactly but yeah, the, the Walking yeah. Dead series, and then I think it... I don't know if... Did the Batman series end up yeah, finishing? or did I don't know if they finished it. I think that's... Mm-hmm. It was either that or the Game of Thrones one that they were working on while mm. they were being shut down. So I'm not sure. I'm mm. not sure if they even never finished the, the Walking Dead one, because I think that was, was still oh. game, games. I don't, know, I don't even know if they finished that one. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But I think if they would have just, you know, diversified their style a little bit, Iris Feather look. I don't know. There's it, it might have or like innovated on the game because like, that, that formula was good, but they they needed to implement more some some more stuff on it. It just yeah. felt kind of samey. It, it, I will point. say it is very similar. It's like hey, um, you either have to you know open a door quick and let's say the Wolf Among Us, or is pressing A very fast and then Batman Arkham Asylum. You gotta you know throw the boomerang. Same mechanic. Press A very fast. <laughs> So I get what you're <laughs> yeah. saying on like the mechanics can very much feel the same, although the, you know, visually that the, the scene is very different, but the gameplay itself is this pretty much the same for the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can understand um, that. So what else, what else do we got? What else do we got? We, we had Far Cry 6, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, two separate Ratchet ones. Clank. I'm <laughs> actually surprisingly excited for Ratchet and Clank. I never it played a Ratchet looks- and Clank some. I'm, I'd be interested. I'll, if you get it, it looks and like, play it, then let me know. <laughs> it looks like um, it looks like a like a Pixar film. Mm. Like, I don't know, like like you're actually playing a Pixar film. So I think it looks it looks really cool. I don't know. I'm I'm down for it. And then Far Cry Six um, had its had another video about it and like kind of they have, I don't even think they showed any gameplay, but they just continued to like develop this villain, which I think is a good way for them to continue to build up on me this game yeah the people will try to <laughs> yeah, kill the, you. Uh, the the dictator it's definitely you know most of, i think was it far cry 4 or 3 is the one with that the the insanity villain i never played a far cry <gasps> game the, the iconic Do one you know the definition of insanity but yeah it's <laughs> far cry villain is kind of what keeps that game uh, those that game series and i think that they're doing a good job with it because yeah you know i i've no i think Last one was the uh, last one was in like middle Tennessee, wasn't it? Yeah, the religious leader. Yeah, the cult leader. Cult leader, yeah. Mm -hmm. Intense. They really like to skirt the line sometimes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, what else? 
There was some indies like Toem. I remember you saying that was mm-hmm. that looked interesting. It looked like a Toem. I liked a lot. It was a little photo adventure where it's like top view. Yeah. It's like nearly mm-hmm. top view, and then the it's um, by photo adventures like when you deal with the camera, then you go through the camera lens as like your main thing. And I, I don't know. It just looked like I like the style a lot. I like the style of the right. game a lot. And right. if we're going to go through like the indie ones, I can probably much list off what I wrote on the ones I liked. Um, mm-hmm. Planet of Lana, it, the game, remind, like the style reminded me of like a colorful, brighter Limbo. Mm. Uh, it's kind of easy, mm-hmm. right? Considering mm-hmm. Limbo was yeah. in black and white. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean by colorful. This is Limbo is black and white. <laughs> right. Endless Dungeon seemed like seemed fun and it seems very much like Enter the Gungeon. If um, mm-hmm. Then there was the Wandering Village, which was like making a villa. It was basically a symbiotic uh, relationship of a village on top of a moving animal's back. And it mm-hmm. seemed seemed like I've I've played a few like you know I played Civ. I, I think I'd enjoy creating the the village on this, this beast's back. Unbeatable is a music rhythm game, uh, where it's like music is I think uh, or band or illegal where the area is at. So then it's kind of gameplay of a rhythm game with the story of you creating secret concerts within the area. And that seemed like a fun little indie game with, and then their other one was death door, which was just a uh, hack and slash as where you play as a crow or everybody is crows. Yeah. It seemed fun. Everybody is crows. Um, cool. Mm-hmm. Any more? Before we go into today's Microsoft. Uh, there was new, new Tales game, but I haven't played a Tales game. And I right. want to play a Tales I've game. I've played Tales of Vesperia. Yeah. It's a pretty good game. Oh, and Sable. That was the other indie game. It reminded me of the art style of Gris and the scenery of like the game Journey. Or like... Oh, yeah. I think I did see that one. Actually. Or like yeah. Star Wars Tatooine. One of those two. Tatooine, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Journey does... Mm-hmm. At least the, the first part of Journey. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play Journey? Did you play Journey the whole way through? I didn't play Journey all the way through. I downloaded it because it was free. I um, think on PlayStation at some point, but I haven't yeah. played it. I but really good actually. I've been surprisingly good, and it's a tiny. It's a tiny mm-hmm. game. You can beat it in like a, like less than a day. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. Oh, maybe pretty good. Maybe if I ever build up. Or, where's my PS? Well, one day if I ever get my find out where my PS4 something, is. Like from that game, but actually you should just play it. All right. Yeah. Um. What else, what, else, what else? Oh yeah, Microsoft. Microsoft. Uh, we had Halo Infinite, which people didn't think was going to come out either, but hey. um, but it actually did. It actually did. We got mm-hmm. a Halo Infinite news. We got gameplay from. Uh, there's like a cool like hook thing that seems like it's going to be fun. I haven't seen the yeah. actual videos. Yeah. So yeah. It'll be interesting. So so it seems like the gameplay was was actually looking kind of fun, and mm-hmm. people are actually excited about it. But you did hear that. I think it's going to be online free or something like that. I think they said the multiplayer is going to be free. And then most likely that that's an I guess that's a way to keep the uh, player base alive, regardless of how much how much the game actually sells. And then most likely the story is going to be, you know, if you buy the actual game, it, it makes sense. It's kind of reminds me of the Halo 3 and Halo 3 ODST situation. Where Halo 3 ODST's multiplayer, other than Fire Fire Team, like if you wanted to play a game of Team Slayer, you would just get put in Halo 3 lobbies. That's 
it was interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it was a good thing because Halo 3 ODST, I think as a game did not. I could be wrong, but I believe it didn't sell well. And so maybe mm. it was a good. Th- oh, they were just like, <laughs> and basically you, know. you basically played with the player base of, a, of Halo 3, which, you know, released a few years, a year, probably two years back at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I just saw this right now. There's going to be an Xbox Series X mini fridge. Oh, that was it. I remember seeing that now. That's it's such a meme. And I love that they did it because of all that's that's a good meme. Yeah, that that is amazing that they did the uh, the Xbox mini fridge. I'm I'm not going to say I'm going to get one. Yeah, because I don't have, you know, not too liquid right now. I'm I'm, (laughs) too liquid liquid right now. But uh, Um, yeah, it's going to I'm. I, I want to see the reviews. I want to see the yeah. The hype. So uh, a, another one personally is a big one for me. I love Forza Horizon specifically, not the not the mainline, but Horizon mm-hmm. specifically. Just I love that game series so much. I remember spending hours in the first one. I got it for for, for free for uh, it was a free game or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, I could just drive for hours in that game. Uh, it was like because you just. And that game, you just drive around and go into like little events and stuff like that. But it's like an open world, uh, an open world driving game where you're just like winning races to like at this like festival or whatever, mm-hmm. the Horizons Festival. And uh, at least the first one is I like the only one I played all the way through is the first one. But I I love that game so much. It's I also like I couldn't afford the at the time I couldn't afford the rest of the series, <laughs> so I just played the the um the first one a lot and uh, and it's like. It was like it's definitely one of my favorite racing games for sure. I don't know if I'd go as far to say it's one of my favorite games of all time, but it's definitely one of my favorite racing games. And I could I could uh drive my actual real life car in that game. Oh, that's actually really cool. Yeah, so it was like I, I would do that every once in a while. I just found it really fun. Uh quick question. And also, yeah. Oh, quick question about the game. Is it based off is the area that you're driving around based off a real life location? Because I know some yeah, games. The first one was in Colorado. The mm. second one, I believe, is like in. I forget what the second one is. Mm-hmm. I think, the, but the third one, I think, is in like Europe. Oh. Um. And then the fourth one, I'm not sure where the fourth one is. I think it's also like in another part of Europe. I'm not 100 percent on that. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember playing also the demo for the, dude. I played the demo like over and over again for like the second <laughs> one. Like it's so cool because it like. It like starts you off like in a in a trailer and you just you're like the trailer's driving and you just like just jump out of the trailer while you're <laughs> in the car and like uh and and just race to the event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happens. Like you, you have to race to the event and that's how the whole game starts. And it's just like it's hype. They have like mu- like the music going on just like fits so well. And it feels like it feels like a um it feels like what's that movie? Uh, Fast and the Furious. That's what it feels like. Uh, uh, I I don't know. I love those movies. So like I just I just love that a lot. Still haven't seen um, any. But yeah, they are based on they are based on uh, on real places. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they're like one to one, but they're like they they're like okay, this is Colorado, this is wherever, this is, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, also. Announced was the Outer Worlds two, which I'm surprised it already has a sequel. Because I feel like they can come out relatively recently, like 2018 or something. Interesting. Uh, that's cool. I, I I think it's just announced though, so who knows when? I don't know if a, a release date was uh, was shown, but 
that's cool that they're already working on another one um mm-hmm. the first one was pretty good i played i played some of it i haven't played all of it because there's like i have like a ton of rpgs to play <laughs> but um but uh but yeah that's a that's a big one for uh, for xbox xbox but like um the problem is is that they're all on pc and it's like i'd rather play them on pc than they'd have to buy a whole like xbox mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh so that's that's interesting but um, I think the only one I would actually buy Xbox for right now, honestly, is Horizon Five, which I know most people wouldn't, but like, I definitely <laughs> hey, would. Some people, I definitely would. Uh, but right now I'm focused on getting a PS4, which I've been trying to get one for like a year. But I still can't get one. Mean PS5? Not PS4, not PS5. My bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Strangely enough, have um, I I will say people are some people are memeing saying that nintendo has won on e3 even though it hasn't it hasn't happened yet because you know these are the games that have announced do anything and win yeah because so far the games have mentioned like they're good some of them aren't crazy some of the i think that ubisoft was a bit of a Mm. letdown bit of a letdown because we also remember we didn't even talk about this they are making a um what's it called uh avatar game oh i completely forgot about it and people were disappointed about that for multiple reasons because avatar i don't think has the biggest fan base to be honest with you yeah and um and people were waiting for a splinter cell game people were were thinking they were getting a splinter cell game and specifically because there was things in um what's the what's the other franchise the uh tom clancy rainbow six oh rainbow six yeah there was like they were like um advertising the main character from Splinter Cell as like an eight, like something on uh, Rainbow Six, like as an operator or something like that. Mm. Something, something like that. It was, I don't know exactly because I don't play uh, Siege, but, um, but people were thinking that, that that's what was coming this, this E3. And it did not end up happening. And we got this <laughs> avatar instead. Everyone who's been waiting 12 years, your your wait is over. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, they, I would have gotten an avatar like the, the anime one. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, yeah, they kind of... Who, who directed Avatar? Was it James Cameron? Uh, yeah, James Cameron. I, I think they missed it. I believe it was him that came up with Unobtainium as yeah, the main resource. I don't... I could be wrong. Maybe I haven't watched the movie within recent years, but I don't think the movie would hold up at this time. Yeah. Um, you might have missed your window of relevancy as a series with Avatar by waiting. The, the old movie released in, what was it, 09, 08? Yeah, 09. And, you know, 12 years is a bit of a time for, you know, your your franchise to fall out of relevancy. And I yeah. don't think that that should be a highlight, the highlight game of your day. Like, if people are waiting for yeah, that, was a, that was the uh, what, what's the thing that Nintendo says or like one more thing, right? Oh, uh, uh, the one more thing hype yeah, up, that's and their, <laughs> yeah, that's their one more more thing is Avatar Blue Aliens. Like, yeah, honestly, I think that should be the first thing. Get that. Yeah, you, that's the first. That's the thing you like. You make second because I think the thing yeah. is they went more in depth with Far Cry Six because I think that was shown in Summer Game Fest. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I believe. Far Cry 6 was shown in Summer Game Fest, and I think it was highlighted and gone more in depth on E3's day. I could be completely wrong. Mm. Um, but 
I'm beyond it. But yeah, Avatar being your like, hey guys, you know, you hyped about this? Like, no, no <laughs> one is, sir. No, no <laughs> one. I haven't thought about that in in 10 years at least. Yeah, it's I, yeah. It's just it's not it. It's not it. But yeah, and then people are just saying, you know, Nintendo won, even though it hasn't happened yet, because they, they're saying that anything... They're gonna, they're gonna, all they need to do is announce yeah. the last DLC fighter, if, they, they yeah. won. If Sora's in Smash Bros, a DLC just won E3 is basically what happens. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for Breath of the Wild. I'm just hoping for Breath of the Wild 2 news, or Skyward Sword on uh, rem- remake, or rem- mm. remaster, I think it is. Skyward Sword, that's like the, also the game that not really people aren't super like into and of like the zelda series i think it was i think one of the reasons was people didn't like the mechanics on it mm, yeah because it's all waggle mechanics because that was on wii i believe i could I, wii, and, when and, everything they wanted to put and motion there was and flying so can you, you can imagine how that probably was <laughs> yeah um uh, mm-hmm. should we take bets on whether we're gonna get any news about uh breath of the wild 2 <laughs> Actually, let's make a prediction on the DLC character. Oh, okay. So I, I think Sora. I think it's possible that Sora gets that gets in yeah. just because of how high he was on like the mm-hmm. on both the Japanese and the American um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. request list. Like yeah. the, the Sora's definitely a high one. I think that that there's a high possibility. And I think yeah, definitely Sora is the big one. I, I the part of me wants it to be a Toho character, but there's no way that the Western there's fans no would be. God, yeah, there's I'm no sorry, there's, there's no, no chance. I originally thought it'd be. I I probably ah, it's just hard for me. It's like I feel like there's something else I want to say, but I can't think of off the top of my head. But it's probably gonna be Sora because like who else could there be? Two B from Near. The only the problem is they are in Tekken. They get they got it. They got a skin announced for Fall Guys. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, the yeah, two the two that cracked me up. The two Bean. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a dumb funny skin um and i don't know what other franchises i think are big here or bigger in both japan and in the west yeah i just feel like it was just such a like it it's uh, just like a requested it was like so requested yeah, by both, just, like both sides yeah it just seems like the the perfect ribbon on top yeah the perfect bookend i think yeah sure. uh, as the last dlc character mo i i want to throw out a random one but i'm trying i'm literally trying to think of a character who i think has a chance and would be actually a valid character potentially viable yeah you know Um, bring bring in new fire bring me (laughs) dude dude, everyone would hate everything (laughs) i think they would go to like the the nintendo world store whatever in new york and like burn it to the ground yeah (laughs) they would not accept another fire emblem character oh my god it was just like a random one from like an old Fire Emblem. Yeah, just bring back some random character. That's all you'd have to do. Oh my god, dude! Who like who else could it be? Man? I'm trying to think of big franchises that I think are like long lasting. Everyone's like, "Well, how about Master, Master Chief?" I, that's what I was gonna say, Master Chief. But there's no chance. I think on that I one. I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't think there's any chance on that. Um, um people are saying who. Was it Crash Bandicoot? But that's so similar to, I'd say Banjo and Kazooie. I don't know. I guess I don't know. But I just feel like that's too much, too west. I don't know the reception in Japan, but I feel like that's a bit too yeah. of a Western series. 
Yeah. And then that, that could be that could be it. I th- I think Sora is like Sora is just it's, seems like the perfect puzzle piece, yeah. and anything that yeah. isn't it, it, I feel like I'm not gonna feel, be, I'm not gonna be let down. But I feel like it's gonna be interesting if it's a, any other character. Yeah, I I I completely agree. I feel like people are going to be very angry. If oh, I I am not going on Twitter if it's if it's not <laughs> Sora. <laughs> That is going to be. Is it tomorrow? Do you know if it's tomorrow? Or the I don't. I forgot the itinerary dates specifically. I feel like it's either tomorrow, tomorrow or Tuesday. Or the last day. Yeah. yeah. Or Tuesday. And then probably soon we're gonna get some kind of Sony specific or Sony specific. Um, like Sony specific event kind of showcasing okay. their games. Mm. No, I don't. I don't think mm-hmm. we know when it's gonna be yet though. You know what if we get a ta- get get a tails character for the upcoming game, <laughs> just like dude, we're gonna be so dude, pissed. It's not Sora, dude. Any so, I feel any I, character. I actually feel bad they, for any character. Gino, like all the all the like mm-hmm. the really well. They could put Waluigi in that. Like mm-hmm. any character. Like they could put the most wanted character, and like any like anything that's not Sora mm-hmm. is gonna be a huge disappointment for everybody. Yeah, you know what? Put Jet in from Valorant. <laughs> Out of here. I'm joking, but uh, oh my god! Yeah, I think that I, th- I think that cover that covers the the game announcements of the yeah of so the far. series. Oh, oh, there was also a new Rune uh, Rune Factory game, Rune Factory Five. I'm, sh- I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people are mm-hmm. excited about that because yeah. I I know Rune Factory is a pretty like I don't know if it's like cult classic or like uh, I'd say it I'd say it's well it never got a crazy big following, mm-hmm. but it always had good like or fans that would always come back for the games yeah and uh all right well if there's I, nothing else um we, do we want to just end there or do we want to uh probably i'll probably just bullet through some of the esports news that happened okay That's right. um there well algs apex uh mm-hmm. finished today for na um both eu and EMEA, I think, is the region of like Korea, Japan. Um, they all finished with NA's ending today. The team that won was KNG or their name Bottom 20, which is just a joke off them being last place. That oh. the members being on Moose Scurry in vain. And that pot was quite heavy. I forgot the exact sum, but that game, that, that one ended probably like an hour and a half ago that's what i'd say oh that ended yeah no fresh right off the presses cod league is going through some crazy things um they said they were going to return to land which was a cool news but then they're they're also the kind of things that need to be spotlighted on the negative aspect and that's that a former i think world champion um i think his name was hook could be could be wrong on that one um kind of i think he i don't know if he's retired after that season or if he's not just not playing right now but he came out and said that he was you know using adderall and he just like it the mental health of him being as a player just like he felt like he was like had to play or use adderall to continue playing and um like it just it seemed rough and then a thing that was big about it is like this news became out in the open because there's always speculation especially when you're a pro player on like using you know kind of things like that and how can you enforce it over you know online stuff over online 
But uh, him coming out, that very much put it out in the open. And a podcast of a former pro and I believe a someone within the community. We're going to talk about it. And like before the podcast, it's it's live on Twitch. Like the podcast is done live on Twitch. And then before the podcast had officially begun, they both had received uh, calls. And the guy who, you know, hosts the Twitch stream and the podcast muted it. And then the other guy walked away. But the mic kind of caught some of his audio, which Mm. appeared to be um it seemed like the audio came from a person within the cod league higher-ups that basically were trying to shut them down from talking about the this specific incident and so then you know then they started doing the podcast and like 30 minutes in the guy who was hosting it and was muted seemed like he all he was irritated the whole time and i guess he had also received that call so He's like, I'm, we're just going to talk about it. The keyword is Adderall, I think is what he said specifically. And then he told the guy, I think the, guy, the other guy's name is Ben. He's like, because um, he currently still works like in, I don't think he works with or specifically in the COD League, but he works in relation to it. So he's like, you know, you can leave because this might actually affect your job. And the guy just dips. And then, you know, they just completely talk about it. Where it seemed like the higher ups are just trying to completely cut down on all talks of, you know, this specific incident. It's just crazy because... At, like the moment we came out in the open, the the league had to either try to address it, or you know completely try to put it under the rug, and they chose to try to put it under the rug. Instead, you know the the correct course of action is just to you know completely address it and to hope to get the league to grow from it and become better for it. Because that's just like throwing it under the rug. It's not healthy for the players, and it's just lazy and an inexpensive way to try to solve not even solve the issue to avoid the issue from the league right yeah so that's the crazy thing that's happening called cod, cod cod league right now yeah esports mm-hmm. is wild mm-hmm. uh, oh and also i have to mention mm-hmm. a big old um farewell to well not yet but soon uh something i haven't talked about uh, oh. on this podcast uh vtubers Mm-hmm. I'm actually a pretty big fan of a, a few of them, but um, one of my favorites, uh, Kiryu Koko, who was uh, on in Hollow Life, was a pretty big member, very influential, and like uh, came up with the idea for Hollow Life En, which was the the English version of uh, a pioneer of, like, VTuber group. Yeah, so she was a she was a pretty big influential VTuber. Is uh, graduating or uh, well, what they call um, leaving the streaming world or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it kind of sucks though. I like she has stated that it's her choice, so it's all like it's all above board. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it, like people have speculated, and it's a pretty good speculation that it's probably because like she was probably one of the most like kind of harassed VTubers because of certain incidents that's ha- that happened in the past. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I hope it's not just because of that that she had to to stop streaming, but uh, it's. Well, we don't really know, so we, we can't really say anything. But mm-hmm. it's 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 a pretty big loss for uh, definitely that company, definitely for uh, for Hollow Life. So that's big. Yeah, it's it's big. That was definitely huge news on the in the VTuber mm-hmm. VTuber sphere for sure, for sure. Yeah, for the VTubers, I think the only ones I roughly know are the ones you have introduced me to, 
Yeah, which is mainly the EN, the EN ones. EN, yeah. Hosho, Marine, Hosho Marine, and then uh, I think there's... You showed me the duck, or I think it's the duck <laughs> meme. Subaru, yeah. The duck memes. The duck memes, yeah. that's where all the duck memes come from, yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, that's a... Anytime... I'm used to hearing the graduate system because of, you know, AKB48 has a similar system, mm-hmm. but like... You know, they call it graduate instead of retire because it's funny just that you say KB forty eight because like mm-hmm. a big meme in the in the community is actually that like the the guy who created uh, Hololive or like the manager is like we're we're modeling this system after AKB forty eight. It's it, like a virtual like yeah. makes sense because AKB forty eight yeah. is like it's basically cut up in districts and that's why there's HKT forty eight and like other regions and then it's also within other um, countries where they have like or it's so-and-so 48 for that specific country so it makes sense that's like like why it's like hololive en now is yeah Hololive, and mm. they also have uh indonesia oh there's an indonesia branch oh yeah. shit and then they, at one point there was a china branch as well but mm. that one got kind of um they graduated because of certain incidents that happened in the company mm. but, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah but uh but yeah mm. uh, anything else um or we wrap it I think last thing is two things. Genshin is farming Genshin. these kids again. Farming bringing, these kids. Bringing in oh revenue. My God. When do they not? They have. So I think I've mentioned on a podcast episode prior that um, gotcha game I like is Ghost Frontline because they the only gotcha system that they have is for cosmetics, uh, character skins. And then normally the way they do it is there's five skins and then there's always one skin that is comes out like with that bunch that you can buy separately. That's not within the gotcha pool. Right. And Genshin, as I, I think I, I talked about, where it's abysmal rates, very bad um, opportunity to rolls and just low incentive. They incorporated this into their system where they have they put out a barbara and a jean skin and i don't know the prices but they're just selling them so it's you know they are selling skins they still have their abysmal gotcha rates and the storyline is good so it, it they they can they can get away with this <laughs> that's all i could say i'm not gonna sit here and say genshin's storyline is bad i just don't like how I don't like how predatory the gotcha system is because I've seen yeah. some bad and good ones. And I think that that, that one is not, I think that one's pretty faulty. It's not great for, or it's very money. I don't know. Money dependent. And I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to uh, justify as someone yeah. who's seen some like good ones. Yeah. If it's not up to par with like, if I were to describe it, it's like, the way of old marketing like because like mm-hmm. i would say the old the old style of marketing was you know the traveling salesman where you make a quick sell you dip out of that city because it's not a good product <laughs> and then you know once it became you know that style dies away because you know brand reputation's bad and like then the idea of customer relationship becomes more, becomes yeah. more important and I think that, like, in Gotcha, that specifically Girls Frontline Gotcha system, the fans that are in there are, like, pretty committed. And it's, they don't make a lot of, like, explosive money. It's just steady revenue from, you know, the fans who continue to love that, what that game puts out. 
Right. And then Genshin, I, I just every time I see a banner drop, you just see the millions of dollars in sales of these of these banners, and it's and then you see the ninety percent outrage that they didn't get the character, and the ten percent that wait that are sad that they spent so much to to get the character, and then the five percent. Yeah, I'm counting to one hundred five percent that are you know happy that they got the character and are are crazy over it. And then something I didn't talk about last week is a whole bunch of Toho Dojin music is on Spotify now. This is actually big. My playlist game has increased tenfold with this because a lot of them, not all of them, I'll say, because there's I've been going through my YouTube playlist. That had all of them. I'm noticing some circles don't have, haven't put their music up. Excuse me. Yeah. And, but like Shibion Records, Xion, um, and like Tam Music are like mm-hmm. all have, or put almost all their music on there. Like hundreds and hundreds of songs that are just now available. So, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna just, I'm, you know, just look up my Spotify. You want to listen to playlists? Not checking. It's a, uh, it's a lot of good music. A lot of different genres of music too. Because like, Z- yeah, Tam music is like a whole bunch of classical. Um, you can have pi- uh, piano solos, violin solo- solos, or duets with piano, violin. Should be on records. Mostly splits between you know, um, electric disco or electric, electronic and new disco. Or they go completely bossa nova. Zion has like a bit of a rock sound. I'm bummed. DDBY makes a lot of made a lot of good compilation albums called Cafe de Tohos, which were perfect like study slash elevator music. They had like mm-hmm. ten albums that were like nine hours worth of music that they haven't put their music up on there yet. But it's it's been fun going through them all, and I highly recommend them to anyone that you know wants to uh, try out some new music. Awesome. All right. Well, I think I think that's it. I think that's about it. All right. Perfect. Well, that was this week's Virtually Lost Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for coming, and we'll see you next week. All right. See you for episode eight.